This episode is brought to you by HelloFresh. For $30 off your first week of HelloFresh, visit HelloFresh.com slash Saul30 and use promo code Saul30. Welcome to Better Cast Saul, the officially unofficial podcast for Better Call Saul on AMC. I'm Jim. I am Aaron. And we're back. It's been over a year? Over a year now, oh, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, because like last, I, the, the the leftovers, Better Call Saul and Fargo season three think... were dueling out in the spring of last year. Right. So we're a few months off of the one year mark. Right. Uh, we're back for a season four preview podcast. The Farmer's Almanac did not call it correctly. They said if the Woolly Worms had seven brown bands that we'd have Saul in the spring, and they completely missed it. It's uh, Saul, Saul in the fall, worms, but... which actually is more of a new mountain uh-huh. device anyway. They, yeah. they... I think that's why they did it. I was you know, listening to their podcast. They yeah. said, Saul, it's fall. Let's just go with that. Right. Saul in the fall. No other reason. Uh, not like you know, writing and filming a <laughs> 10, Secondary 13 concerns. episode. I don't, I don't even know how many episodes are in this season, but... Uh, yeah, we're back for season four preview. I've seen all of the trailers that As have been released to date. Um, there's some footage circulating, you know, from the beginning of the season, some stuff with Gene. Some black and white uh, all, black and white Gene. Yep, some continuation of the Gus and Nacho stuff. Uh, we're probably going to talk about all that. I mean, first of all, up front, I guess we should talk about the biggest news that came out of this week, which is renewed for season five. Yeah. Before I like- season four even airs, which is weird because last year... They didn't renew it for a very long time. Right. Yeah. Like, even into the middle of the season, I wasn't sure. Even at the end of the season, maybe? I can't remember. Like, if we... I can't remember, honestly. Yeah. Um, I do think that feels right. Like, give the Villa gang uh, the time and the confidence to to bring this... Like, if you're going to take it this far, then give them the time and the confidence they need to tell the story they want to tell. And I feel like that it's also appropriate... Um, to, as someone who has been a little concerned with the pacing of the transition from from Jimmy to Saul, uh, I like having that final end date that we know mm. we're hitting, we're heading towards something. And I feel like maybe some of the breakneck pace that we're kind of like familiar with the Villa Gang is going to return because I thought this season looked a lot more darker and more urgent. Yeah, that's kind of what they're talking about. Yeah. In the, I, I watched a like cast and crew talking about season four, mm-hmm. uh, and they said, "Yeah, we're gonna get a lot darker. It's gonna be more psychological with Jimmy." Which I already thought this show was kind of a deep dive on his psychology right. anyway, but they're right. really gonna get into his head this season. And it does seem like that that the Chuck setting himself on fire wasn't a fake out; that that was a genuine moment, and it would make sense that yeah. this is now, you know, Jimmy's going to struggle with like if. He had a complicated relationship with his brother, but also his brother was a certain moral gravity that exerted force on him, mm-hmm. like a, an image to live up to or live down, you know, or live down or rebel against. And that is gone. Um, and, you know, there's a lot of interesting stuff in the trail that makes it seem like maybe ultimately what Jimmy's downfall is going to be the same thing it always is, taking a shortcut, hmm. you know, yeah. like like against Kim's better judgment, against uh, Mike's better judgment. You know, it feels like that that Jimmy is the thing, and that that's the, going to be the gut wrenching thing. Is it feels like maybe Jimmy's going to be the thing that leads a lot, like the Pied Piper, leads a lot of people off into some sort of self destruction. Sure, because we know what happens with Mike. 
We don't know what happens right. with Kim, but like she's not in Breaking Bad. She's not in so. Breaking Bad, and there's a lot of shouty scenes with her screaming at uh, you know the unwa- unwashed asshole. Uh, man, I got to get my my Better Call Saul game going. Uh, Hamlin, Hamlin, yeah, thank you, uh, Howard Hamlin, H- Howie Hamlin, uh, the Double H. I I I feel like that. Yeah, and she's being like really defensive, like or maybe arguing and and on behalf of Jimmy, or maybe she's because mm-hmm. you know she's been abused and abused by this uh, legal organization. Maybe she's uh, arguing on behalf of herself. But are they trying to steal her oil company away from her <laughs> after they took Mesa Verde? Could be, could be. Like I don't put anything past uh, these monsters because the other thing is like I don't know. Like I, I've gone back and forth about how malignant I thought Chuck was. Mm. Like, you know, you, you, they set him up to be the cute and cuddly guy and, and Hamlin's the bad guy. But then the more we got to know the situation, maybe he's actually the shit. And it was, you know, in spite yep. of Howard. Um, but then, I don't know, if he's dead, like, we know that was a big concern for the law firm. Mm-hmm. Um, having... Uh, Chuck be in his reduced capacity and what that meant and whether he's a liability and now it's off the books maybe yeah I find it hilarious that Hamlin's all sweating the money it would cost to buy him out right uh, and eventually he does buy him out right he pays off this whatever the, Chuck filed a lawsuit because they couldn't they wanted to fight the insurance company on mm-hmm. his cause mm-hmm. I, I don't know what it was but Chuck you know ends up dead at the end of mm-hmm. that season right after Howard has paid from you know his own personal purse mm-hmm. uh, to have Chuck out of the company, and how he, much he should just waited a week. <laughs> yeah, I wonder how much of like you know there's this the how much how much of the drama on his end is going to be him trying to set forth machinations to undo all that. Mm-hmm. You know, because I think the temptation's strong, right? Yeah. Like, you yeah. know, try like, oh, well, this just is this this the new shit has come to light, you know, uh, like, let's I undo my money it all. back. And, but like it, from a legal standpoint, is that super easy? Like what probably is probably not. What is Chuck's estate look like? Mm-hmm. You know, who I running... bet it's ironclad. Yeah, sure. That's a man with wills and estate clause. Ever, but who, the, mo- who is the money going to be conveyed to? Yeah. Like, you know, because you can, you know, is the partners going to try to get their mm-hmm. uh, fingers in that pie? Is it going to his ex-wife? Like, what What? What all? Let's go Jimmy. Is it go- no. Nah. <laughs> I don't think one red sit going to Jimmy. To Jimmy. No. Uh, but sure. it'd be interesting if there was, like, maybe Jimmy was in the will and Chuck wrote, wrote him out recently. And, like, will mm-hmm. Jimmy try to, like, legal his way into that? I, I don't know. I don't know. Honestly, like Ernesto, it's all going to Ernesto. God damn it, Arne- yeah. Ernesto! He's been this. He's he truly is the son of Gus Fring. Uh, these behind the scene machinations he's putting into uh, into play. Uh-huh. I I feel like that. Like, I am definitely interested into the psychological devastation that is going to be you know visited upon Jimmy and what that does to his psyche. I don't really care about the law firm and this machinations unless okay it, it, it appeal it it it's somehow impacts Kim but even then that's certainly interesting but I'm really worried about this Mike and Gus like taking over the show uh because that shit like there seems to be all kinds of levels to like you know because Gus is trying to make moves without the cartel moving on him Mike Mm -hmm. has been like interfering kind of in the middle of that too he's in a situation what's what's going to go on with uh you know uh Uncle (laughs) T.O. Hector, yeah, Hector Salamanca, um, <laughs> Uncle Uncle, yeah, Uncle Uncle. What, what, 
there's just so much, so much stuff that we have to unpack. Nacho and his fragile situation with his family. Yeah, I think maybe we should like we do the a cousins back. very small recap of where everyone's at, kind of okay. at the end of the season. Because you know, I had to go through and do a refresher uh, right. just to refresh my own memory. So I'm sure right. everybody listening is like, "What are they talking about?" Yeah. Hey, before we get too much further into the discussion of the preview, I want to talk about uh, what's going on here at Bald Move because. If uh, you haven't joined us since the last time, you, you might have no idea. You're just, you're just jumping in cold, wet, naked, and afraid. <laughs> uh, and here, I'm, I'm swim to shore. I got a nice fluffy towel for you. Uh, we're doing Game of Thrones Season 3. We're doing a, a summer a, a summer rewatch of, of Season 3 of Game of Thrones. One of the high watermarks of the series, honestly. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's, there's, there's a lot of good seasons. Season 3 is one of the, the, one of the best ones. Uh, of course, we're doing Better Call Saul. We're also doing HBO Sharp Objects, the miniseries. Um, which is kind of like a Midwestern, Southern Gothic murder mystery. If you like True Detective season one, especially, I think you'll feel right at home with our coverage of that. That's on the Bald Move TV uh, podcast feed. We also are continuing our first run movies. Uh, recent ones include Mama Mia 2 that Cecily and I uh, did a review on. Jim and I just saw Mission Impossible Fallout and did a review on that. Uh, next week, we're going to be seeing Black Klansman which looks to be interesting, to say the least. Uh, something new that we're doing that you probably are not aware of is we are doing twitch.tv slash baldmove. We're playing video games and hanging out for a couple hours each week, 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Uh, and then finally, speaking of Game of Thrones, uh, I wrote a book with a religious scholar about the religions of Westeros and Essos. Uh, we're doing a Kickstarter to, to, to get it professionally edited and illustrated and typeset and have a physical printing. You can get in on that at book.baldmove.com. We've already actually achieved our funding goal, but we got some cool stretch goals where uh, we're com- may, uh, come out with an additional volume at no cost to you uh, to plus the artwork to do an audio recording. So there's still time to get in there and get some really cool rewards. They're going to be probably exclusive to this Kickstarter. Like, I don't think... We're going to do a second printing of the book. It'll be an ebook for- format only. So if you want to get a book, certainly with an autograph of me and Anthony, uh, go to book.baldmove.com and check that out. Let's just quickly go through some of the main characters. Chuck, dead, right? Dead. Dead. Okay. Of self-immolation. Yeah. Bur- burn himself house in his house. Uh, Jimmy, he's had his license, his law license suspended for one year. Uh, he's kind of just, just, on, just past the judgment on that. Uh, he's on the edge financially. He has, like, no money. He's got a dead brother, which I'm sure is going to send him into some kind of self-destructive spiral. Mm-hmm. Um, he just broke the lease on the office with Kim to kind of lighten his load and her own load, too. She, mm-hmm. He doesn't want her, like, overstressing herself because Kim just got into a bad car accident right. uh, because she was overworked and... Mm-hmm just pushed herself too far uh she's so she's got wounds from that she also is out of her office now working from home mm-hmm. um mike as you mentioned you know he's working for gus he is kind of in the middle of and i don't know how much it's going to play into this season but he's in the middle of laundering money for his granddaughter kaylee right and he's got uh, lydia with magical Elect- electromotive is now looks yep. like signing his checks that's who he's working for yeah, yeah. uh and then we have Nacho, who you mentioned his father is, is Hector was trying to muscle in uh, and force his father to run drugs for him, mm-hmm. be a front. So Hector poisoned, or, or sorry, Nacho poisoned Hector, mm-hmm. uh, and then he he did this pill swapping thing where he he put he planted some bad pills, so, so tense, so so that Hector would you know 
suffer a heart attack and then he had to swap the pills back right now i've I've seen a preview of something to come which shows the continuation of that scene essentially because i think Mm -hmm. it ends on them like with the ambulances coming in right Mm -hmm. and and carting hector away Mm -hmm. uh so i think they're still there and one balsa jetted Mm -hmm. um so I think Nacho is trying to get rid of the pills that he currently has on him, the right. ones that he planted in the first yeah, place yeah, yeah, and the then fakes, yeah. and then grabbed again. So uh-huh. I think but I think Gus knows about the pills. Yeah. So what he's going to do with that? Is he going to, you know, bring Nacho into his confidence? Is he going to Cuz I mean, he wanted Hector out of the way, but he wanted to do it his own way. Right? Yeah. Like that's the thing. Nacho kind of spoiled that cuz he, when he was talking to Mike about, you know, Mike wanted to kill Hector too. Mm-hmm. And he said, no, he doesn't deserve right. a clean death. I right. want him to suffer. And there's Gus ranting and raving about he gets to decide what someone yeah. deserves. I mean, you, you can make a lot of inferences about who he's talking about, but he's talking about Hector. Yeah, sure, Hector. And I wonder if he's going to view Nacho as taking taking that away from him. Yeah, and there's like the other complication about Nacho is that we know that um, you know when Jesse and Walt meet... Uh, Saul for the first time. It's that that famous scene <laughs> out in the desert, and he's yeah. raving about this is a misunderstanding with Ignacio, and uh-huh. uh, like where I mean, it's quite possible that we'll end the series with this kind of thing up in the air, or to the extent that Jimmy doesn't understand what's going on with Gus, mm-hmm. that he will only have half of the story. Like you know, Nacho's out moldering in the desert, but he just thinks he's in the wind because right. of whatever. Um, so, I mean, yeah, we don't really know much other than Jimmy's confused and out of the loop, but we know that historically is the case in, in uh, Breaking Bad. Yeah. Do you think we'll – do you think we're ever going to get, like, Walt in the background? I feel like, yeah. Yeah. Probably. Like, I, I find it very hard to believe that – I just don't think that the Villa gang has that restraint. I don't think yeah. that's, that's, like, even, like – if I were them, I'd be like, oh, man, are we going to play the cameos too much? I don't think that's even on their radar. They're just like, if we can get yeah. Cranston in here and just have him back in his, you know, just just driving around the fucking Aztec in his his, mm-hmm. uh, you know, drab members only jacket, then by God, we're going to do it. Yeah, and it's probably the right call. I, I think so. I mean, I can't remember what I've said about this in previous seasons, but I feel like my my thoughts on it have been evolving in the off season because there's a lot of stuff happening around like Breaking Bad and Aaron Paul yeah. and Brian Cranston just like huh. they're doing this like come cook with us for a 10th anniversary or whatever thing yeah I saw that too yeah and they did a hilarious video mm-hmm. about like Brian Cranston living in the trailer and mm-hmm. Aaron Paul being a, a back Hollywood backlot tour guide essentially yeah. <laughs> like yeah. after Breaking Bad uh, it's really good um, but yeah th- there have been like movements on the Breaking Bad front and I feel like that's not entirely in preparation for you know them showing up in Better Call Saul, but maybe it makes sense. Like if if they're in this season, they way, way closer guarded that than they did the whole Gus thing. Yeah, they didn't Gus telegraph was a, it in the titles of their. Yeah, the the Gus thing was like a point of, point of marketing, um, right? And I kind of I I do think that they do bring them back. I hope it's like that. Mm-hmm. I hope it's not like countdown to Walt and Jesse, you know, and three more episodes. It's going to like I, I kind of want just it to be, a, you know, its own little thing. Mm-hmm. But you know, yeah, it's the tenth anniversary. But if they're if they're back and working together, like you know, you start wondering like, well, how hard is it to get you know 
to get him in and right and he you know crane doesn't have to shave his head you know mm-hmm. uh it's 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 easy in and out i don't know how i don't know how you make aaron paul look like jesse at this point because it was already pretty shaky in the last season of breaking bad but <laughs> uh no i think yeah i think walt will definitely make an appearance yeah uh any other like big predictions i mean i, I gotta assume that jimmy's gonna feel responsible for chuck's death sure you know and it's gonna probably push him further towards saul i don't know how far down that road we go still because you know there's definitely another season they they that's the other thing about that announcement they didn't even say it was the final season it's gonna be please i mean i assume so but they haven't said that i mean which is surprising to me yeah i don't know because like i i thought there was a lot of episodes in the last season that there felt like there was some flabby episodes where, like, I felt, and I kind of felt that way about the first half of, you know, assuming this is over in, in, in five episodes, that I think if you go back and rewatch, you'll think, like, okay, there was definitely some, there's definitely some pay, treadmill and some be- definitely, like, let's slow this Jimmy thing down, because once you take him to Saul, then that's it. Mm-hmm. You know, then you've got, like, a parody of a show. No. You don't even have a show anymore. Um but but I'm hoping that now to me it's like why would AMC renew this before the season's already over unless it was a deal it's like hey you know here you got you got you know 20 to 26 more episodes to wrap this thing up you know exactly how much time mm-hmm. I mean that's what every showrunner wants like you know an end date with enough time to actually execute a plan for it right like you know sure. so yeah. I I don't know like I. I personally don't want him to go see him go season six, but I, then again, if it's compelling as hell, yeah, it depends on what they do with it. But I just look at AMC's track record and yeah. this kind of stuff, and they don't end shows lightly. Yeah, they 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 grip onto their shows, the coattails, and they yeah. ride them into the dirt. Do you think this they show would... has four million people watching it, which is yeah. a big show for AMC? It is a big show for, and AMC. I know it's not AMC Studios producing this right. or, or developing the show. Right. It's you know Sony, but. But they need uh, eyeballs in a network, you know. They're they bleeding yeah. them in other in, in other areas. Yeah, so. I mean this this show is damn near as big as uh, Walking Dead now. Yeah, with all the audience fall off its scene, it's certainly so. bigger than like Fear. Yeah, or I don't know what kind of numbers like Preacher and yeah. you know, uh, probably not that kind many. of stuff too. But yeah, I can't imagine. But yeah, no, I think I think uh, I think I think the Villa Gang would be smart to uh, you know see the daylight and run for it. I yeah. I hope that if they don't do that stupid thing where season five is going to be two halves of eight episodes, mm, right? And, like I, you know, if, if you're going to end it, then 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 let it end. But I, you know, this is going to be darker, not just because of the Chuck thing hanging over it, but like lots of seas uh, show uh, lots of scenes of like the cousins which yeah. you know they're very dark malevolent characters and some blood baths at their hands victor you know who is uh yeah, i'm 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 kind of glad to see that character back mm-hmm. um glad to see uh, Jer- uh jeremy uh, bitsui uh re inhabiting that role jeremiah rather um that's kind of that's that's pretty cool mm-hmm. and oh by the way maybe he should give uh uh, Aaron Paul anti-aging tips. Oh, is he still looking good? I think he does. I think he looks right. exactly like Victor. <laughs> uh, but but I, I, I yeah I. What do you what so what do you you have you've been kind of coy about what you want? Would you you think five uh, uh, five seasons feels right? Yeah, it does. Okay. I mean, Breaking Bad was five seasons, and I don't feel like this With has an asterisk as much of yeah as much of a story uh, to really tell as Breaking Bad did. Yeah. You know, they're they're both focused kind of on one person with some peripheral characters, but that person had a serious journey to go on. Whereas yeah. I don't feel like 
Saul's journey is as far because he's kind of always been Saul. You know, he's had this persona of slipping Jimmy. That's just Saul in a in in less outrageous clothes. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know. I feel like it's easier for him to slip into Saul than it is for you know Mr. Chips to go to Scarface. What do you think of? Yeah, and plus we see like you know Mr. Chips to Scarface that like there's a lot of room of interpretation there. Whereas we've seen Saul, we know exactly what that looks yeah. like. So it's a much it's a much smaller area that you have to land, you mm-hmm. know. Um, what do you think about the? I, I'm assuming you saw it. There's like a two or three minute uh, scene of like the black and white, yeah, Gene, uh, Gene mm-hmm. uh, at a hospital, sweating his social security number and his driver's license number, and it's the the all, stuff's not checking out. It's not. It's not. Yeah, it's oh, like oh, the system just keeps kicking it out. Um, do you think this is going to be another unrelated vignette? Because we've seen him right. kind of like pouring over his old memories. We've seen mm-hmm. him be the schlub that gets locked in the dumpster, dumpster the trash area. Yeah. <laughs> we've seen the guy, you know, trying to uh, encourage a shoplifter to exercise his full legal rights. Is this going to be mm-hmm. another kind of unconnected vignette that just kind of gives you a glimpse into what it's like to be Gene now? Or do you think... What I hope is I hope this starts to get the memento. Yes. Where the black yes. and white and the colors starts to kind of interleave and start to tell a cohesive story that ends someplace interesting with Gene. Because yeah. that's the one point. I mean, that's the only place there can be interesting closure. Mm-hmm. Like watching Jimmy become Saul, whatever. But what the final, disp- you know, what finally happens with Gene, I think, is is the hook that I'm, I guess, most interested in. Yeah, I agree, and I don't know how they'll handle it. Will they start to lean into that this season? Will they go kind of a Breaking Bad season two and do maybe yeah, exactly. a, a, a little shot of it up front of every episode of season five? Yeah. I don't know. I don't to me, know. that's it, what I'm expecting for the full memento treatment. It doesn't have to start this season, but if they're going to do like the – like I, I think that would work really well for the final season where yeah. like every cold open is moves the ball just a little bit further – yeah, and ideally it would have something to do with the stuff that's happening in, in color vision, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I don't know. It'd be we'll interesting see. to see what happens, how Jimmy is not lawyers for a year. Yeah. I wonder what job he's going for where he is essentially telling bad lawyer jokes on the interview. That's a good question. I didn't see is any he... like, markings on the door that would indicate like what it is. Like, So he... Did he find a loophole in the the Sandpiper stuff? Is because that that didn't turn out how he wanted it to, right? He tried to trick the lady into accepting the deal, mm-hmm. and then he had to trick her back into not accepting it because he felt guilty about mm-hmm. ruining her friendships. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he still doesn't have his money, <laughs> and, and that case is still on the table. Is he still allowed to consult in that? Because I he's I wouldn't think so. Like barred from practicing law is like pretty. I want to say we had some some stuff where he could still be like a paralegal, and and maybe he could like assist Kim on that case or something. I yeah. I don't know. I'm not a lawyer, obviously. Yeah. And I'll, and the other thing is like I don't know. I mean, the thing is, is what I think that would stop that is Kim being so straight laced. Like yeah. she's loosened up a little bit, but if he's Bart, you know, like um, how would the state of Nevada or no, not Nevada, New Mexico know? if Jimmy is practicing law on the side by helping his girlfriend out that he lives with. Right. But I don't think Kim would truck with that. Yeah. But I don't know. Kim has changed a lot. Kim is starting to get jaded. She's seeing how 
the system is set up to benefit like these the the legal haves like Hamlin and and right. uh, Chuck and the really fuck the legal have nots like herself and Jimmy mm-hmm. that have actually you know uh, work just as hard if not harder to get to where they're at and scrap every day for respect and cases and all that and. And she sees what the hard work, the hard, honest work is getting her. It's getting her into car crashes and it's getting her clients stolen. Yeah. Uh, Jimmy, there are some scenes in last season where she's enjoying the cons, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. On whatever, when she plays, I can't remember, Francesca or something. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, She was really enjoying those scenes. I don't know if she'll follow Jimmy down that hole. Man, it'd be really inf- unfortunate if, like, the impetus for the one last ska- scheme or uh, scam would be her, and that's the one that blows up f- in in everyone's face the most. Mm-hmm. You know, like all the times Jimmy has run these rip and rolls and like skated by, and then the one time he gets in serious trouble, <laughs> it's with her involved. Yeah, I just like you know, there's just no way. There's just no way that and that the, the the interesting thing is their their relationship was kind of on fumes and life support last season. I feel like the car crash and Jimmy, the the trial they went through and like Jimmy's brother dying is going to be something that gives them artificial mm-hmm. fuel to keep that fire burning. No, <laughs> no disrespect intended to Chuck or the appropriate <laughs> amount of disrespect intended. Yeah, to Chuck. fuck Chuck. <laughs> yeah, hashtag. Uh, we've got to bring that back around. We're we gonna uh, do. Who we're we gonna fuck now? That Chuck's roasted. Howard. I don't know. Fuck uh, Howard. Doesn't, doesn't rhyme. No, it doesn't have the ring to it. Yeah, Musgus. <laughs> I like no. Gus. <laughs> yeah, Gus. I is like good. Gus. Gus is awesome. He's a good. He's a good. He's a sturdy Darth villain type of uh, <laughs> Darth Darth Vader kind of villain. Yeah, uh, but no, nothing good's gonna happen him... with Kim. No, definitely not. Now, I've seen Saul, Saul, Jimmy, uh, in the previews, like, circling jobs. Like, he's doing a job hunt, like a legit job hunt, and he's talking mm. to Kim like, oh, I'm going to go straight and narrow here. Just but, 10 more months, and I'm good. I can yeah, be a lawyer again. Yeah. No fucking way. Yeah, he's not yeah. going to go back. I, he circled an ad for a copier uh-huh. uh, job. Yeah. Like, I'm going to sit go in a back. Cop- copy office plus and, that's that was just, uh, how we got started in the mail I know. room he's not gonna start over nah that guy that guy doesn't want to start over I do wonder what his scam's gonna be yeah because we've seen him do like the old folk scam we've seen him do the like l- uh, last year it was the commercial scam mm-hmm. uh, he's gotta have some kind of scam he runs that, that lets lets uh Let's Jimmy be Saul, like a little bit of Saul. Yeah. Because every season you've gotten to see just a little bit of glimmer of that Saul character I wonder what it's gonna be this season I don't know, because I you know I didn't see him becoming like Steven Spielberg of of low budget commercials. Or I guess he wouldn't be the he'd be the uh, uh, what's a terrible filmmaker? Michael Bay. Michael. Well, wow, that's even <laughs> giving him too much respect. I was trying to go for uh, who's the guy that did Plan Nine for Ed Wood. Christ. He's the Ed Wood of local New Mexican. Uh-huh. Uh, Tommy Wiseau. <laughs> yeah, he's a Tommy Wiseau of of New Mexican uh, commercial ad space. Yeah. Uh, I wonder. I wonder. I don't know. When do you think... How do you feel like this season will end up with with the transformation to Saul? Is he going to get his, the pillars in his office? Is he going to get just the clothing? Is he... I If I had to make a prediction, gun to my head, uh-huh. I would say that you'll see that transformation begin like as a cliffhanger. Okay. Like, you'll see him get this seedy spot. Mm-hmm. I mean, that might be like the, the, the fifth season, but I kind of feel like... I kind of feel like uh, Vince and Peter, 
like among themselves, like we want to do at least one season of what we thought we were going to do, right? They'd probably, yeah. And there's enough momentum and dramatic possibilities, and now we can just kind of do mm-hmm. Saul, you know, starting. Uh, but but like I think it would be a kind of cool way to end this, where it's like he's getting this like seedy spot, and like he's on I don't know where would you go to get those fucking pillars before Amazon existed. Like, dude, I make them yourself. Oh yeah, maybe his like like, maybe his uh, drama students are just going to carve that shit out. You'll see them in the background of like masks on. They're carving Uh these stupid pillars and spray painting them or whatever. Like, (laughs) yeah, like I or or, you know, like a sped up motion of the Statue of Liberty inflating over his Uh thing, like something like that. (laughs) So you can see, like, oh, we know exactly where he's going after this. But I feel like he can't pivot to Saul. Until he's done with Kim, yep. and I'm not sure they're ready to be done with Kim. Because Kim, like, mm-hmm. there's no way. There's no way. No, I mean, at this point, without Chuck in the picture, I feel like she's making this show for for Jimmy, right? Like, otherwise Jimmy is just Saul. What if, here's a horrifying prospect I just hmm. came up with. Oh, God. What if you find out that Kim is actually Wendy? <laughs> Oh, no. It's a Jiminy. It's a Jimmy It's a it's a cricket like from uh, it's always sunny situation. Uh huh. Where yep. like you saw how she started and being involved in Jimmy's life has just <laughs> degraded her to this almost subhuman existence. I like it. Like like that's what like uh, that's what that's what four seasons of Jimmy and an ensuing meth habit will do to you. You take you go from Kim to to Wendy. That's your yes. stage name. Yes. Oh God! I kind of want to throw up my mouth. Assuming that Kim isn't in Breaking Bad, I want to throw up my mouth a little bit too. This week's sponsor is HelloFresh. Uh, HelloFresh is a company that I have had many meals with. Uh, if you're not familiar with them, they are a meal kit delivery service, uh, and they have different plans you can sign up for. Uh, whether you need a big family plan, whether you're a vegetarian or you like meat, uh, they have all sorts of plans you can sign up for. Uh, I'm here today to tell you about how convenient this is, because really that's the whole point of the service is to make it like super convenient and super easy for you to cook at home, uh, which I found after like before getting HelloFresh, getting signed up for HelloFresh, I was never cooking at home. I would just eat out all the time. Uh, once I got HelloFresh, I realized, oh, yeah, I can actually do, you know, meals in as little as 20 minutes. Like each week they can send you a recipe that takes about 20 minutes to prepare, which is great. Um, all the ingredients come pre pre measured in handy labeled meal kits, so you know which ingredients go with which recipe. Um, there's really not a lot to think about there, and you can enjoy not having to plan dinner, which I think is the biggest time saver of all. Honestly, like when I go to plan dinners, it takes me I don't know an hour just looking through online recipes, trying to figure out what I want and how much of this ingredient I need, and just trying to organize all that really sucks. So HelloFresh fixes that problem for me. Um, and you can, you can get it all shipped right to your door. So you don't even have to go to the store. You know, even, even if you had the HelloFresh meal recipes, you'd still have to go to the store if you want to try to do it on your own, but nope, they send it right to your door. It's less than $10 per serving and it's free shipping. Uh, so I really like HelloFresh right now. They've got a special offer for the fans of our podcast for $30 off your first week of HelloFresh. You can visit HelloFresh.com slash Saul30 and use promo code Saul30. I recommend if you're doing that to check out the Dijon chicken and mushroom dish, which is my personal favorite. Uh, I've been a big fan of that one. It's like one of the first recipes I got, and it's still, to this day, something that I cook all the time. Yeah, the last time I got a kit, I got the uh, pork and poblano, I think is how you pronounce that, tacos. And they're like... Mazunta quality. Okay. And you're not, fr- you're probably you're not from Cincinnati. Not from Cincinnati. That's a very yeah. high, high compliment. Absolutely. 
Uh, but definitely the Dijon chicken. Like the Poblanos, no, no offense to the Poblano lovers, but the Dijon chicken and mushrooms is where it's at. Just saying. Oh, well, the pork and po- I just checked pork and Poblanos in their Hall of Fame. Oh, yeah? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, the, well, the Dijon chicken were invited. Dijon they... know that? <laughs> oh, my God. All right. So, yeah, like I said, they're, they're giving us a special offer for $30 off your first week of HelloFresh. Visit HelloFresh.com slash Sol30 and use promo code Sol30. Hey, I want to take a break real quick and tell you about cl- the club, Club Bald Move. Uh, you can go to club.baldmove.com and find out all about it. There's a lot of reasons that people support us. Some people uh, just want us to keep making uh, television and movie podcasts that they enjoy listening to. Some people are about, oh, what's in it for me, eh? Well, what's in it for you is ad-free feeds. Uh, you get VIP access to forums. You get uh video versions of the podcast the quickest way to get it like you know it's it's ad free it's edit free it's 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 us doing a podcast live in front of you there's no way you can get it faster uh there's uh first run movies spoiler filled uh, reviews of the movies that are hitting uh your your local cinema uh quips lunch with Jim and Aaron all kinds of bonus material and you can get the whole pitch go to club.baldmove.com you can see all the things uh that we're offering uh, and you can also try those, and you can get a three, 30 day trial just by signing up today. Club.baldmove.com. Uh, I don't know. Is there so? I mean, a good ending for Kim is to get away from Jimmy. Oh, yeah. Is it yeah. possible that that's because I just feel like that what they're doing is they're going like I keep seeing something interesting for Kim to do that's not just be destroyed by Jimmy. And I'm like, yeah. what is that thing? Because she is kind of in her own little downward spot. Uh, spot, spot yeah, path. I feel like her path. her greatest accomplishment would be, would be to break that orbit mm. from Jimmy. Like, understand, look, Jimmy's not good for me or anybody else. Yeah. And I need to get out of here while I still can with what's left of my career. You know what I'd like to see before they do whatever they're going to do with Kim is I'd like to see her fleshed out a little bit more because we've gotten hints about like where she came from and like maybe she's from Kansas City mm-hmm. and like it would be interesting to see what all things in her life have shaped up to put her in Jimmy's path and then I think if we knew more of that it would give us a clue about how she's going to survive or not this this mm-hmm. the next few seasons. Can we do some Kim flashbacks? Yeah, I would like to see some Kim flashbacks. Something that would like let us know a little bit like where she might be headed, like with a relationship with Jimmy. Because we've seen like all that stuff with Jimmy, like right. his relationship with his mom and dad, and like the store, and how there was this constant suspicion and and jealousy of his older brother that like you know Jimmy is this guy no one took seriously, but everyone liked him. And mm-hmm. we don't have that from Kim. We have a few kind of throwaway statements of her past like i'd like to know more about her just to see how like her her character would play off of jimmy going bad or jimmy trying to go good or anything like that no this would be the perfect time to do it now with the the main what i felt like was the main tension of the first three seasons chuck and jimmy right with that out of the way now is a good time to focus in on what should probably be you know at at least this season's focus which is jimmy and kim i mean shit i feel like we know more about mike than kim we know more about gus's background than kim Mm-hmm. Uh, hell, we know more about like the fucking Salamancas than we do. Uh, like, I, I need a, I need a, I need a Kim flashback where she's getting held under by a uh, kiddie pool or something by. <laughs> I was by just Hector? Oh, yeah, Jesus no, no, Christ! Say something like that, though. Like something that like kind of <laughs> okay. gives us a little bit of uh, window into what makes her tick. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Do you think that she's going to be successfully? Uh, do you think that she's going to be able to successfully manage the what's going on with the bank plus the oil field? Uh 
Like, like, I, 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 like, I don't think that working from home solves her problem. Right. Right? Her problem is being overworked, not that she has to be at the office all the time. Yes, she's taking showers in the gym. Yes, that would probably help if she... But she's still going to go to the gym, right? Mm. So does it matter where you take your shower? Is it really going to save that much more time to be working from home than... I think the, I think the people like that though, like they do try to have it all and keep it all going. And at some point, yeah. you got to decide, just for survival purposes, what is the most important things and what are things you're going to let slide. Yeah, you know, maybe going to the gym and 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 maybe hiring somebody. I mean, now that she's out of the office, True. like right. get a get a paralegal, get yeah, yeah, yeah. somebody who can help you with this workload because she don't was have trying the to do boat, it all Jimmy's herself. boat anchor and the the double office is going to be yeah like. I don't know. That would be that would make sense that she's because she, that they that she gets brought back because you know Kim still needs the help and that keeps and her she in can Jimmy's orbit. Right? Yeah, she doesn't have the cost exactly. of the office that overhead and and that keeps her in Jimmy's orbit too, which is going to be important because obviously she winds up very deep into Jimmy's orbit, maybe too deep. Oh, oh, Francesca, not Kim. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. yes, yeah, too deep, yeah, too deep by far. Mm-hmm. Uh. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm I'm very curious to see how they keep up because like a lot of stuff that I'm kind of on pins and needles about the Gus, Hector, Mike. We all know how that shakes out. We do, yeah. So they have to essentially the the only tension there, if I'm reading it right, is how Nacho makes out. Yeah, and his dad's upholstery business. Mm-hmm. Those are fairly low stakes for me. You know, I agree. I mean, I've liked Nacho over the course of the last. That'd two be seasons, like imagine but... Breaking Bad if it's if the if the chief tension was, I don't know, the janitor that got fired at the school, mm-hmm. like whether he's going to pay his rent and keep his family going. If that was the chief thing that you were like kind of watching to figure out, like yeah. uh, you know, maybe, maybe he's maybe he turns to to actually selling drugs right. after losing his job because it's the only way to support himself, and now right. he's in competition with Walt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we yeah. got to worry about whether Walt's going to kill him or not. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, get, I don't want to sh- give Kim short shrift because obviously there's a lot of, you know, we care about Kim and want to see what happens with her. But, like, the thing that we just – but we know – we know for a fact that she's not in the series. So, like, the one that we – Right. The, the only one we don't know for sure is kind of like Nacho and his dad. Mm-hmm. And I think they've done a good job of, like, sketching that relationship. And and the other thing is, like, Nacho's kind of fucked because whatever – if he saves his dad, it's going to be at the cost of his uh, – you know, the, 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 the image his father had of him has already exploded. Yeah. Because he knows that he's been hip deep with these gangsters and that's something that mm-hmm. is not how he was raised – and uh, there's there, that that cat's out of the bag. Oh, what about Crazy Eight? We haven't talked about Crazy Eight. He got a, <laughs> a beat down in last season. Yeah, he did. Uh, but we know he ends up still being a major player in that organization. So right, what? How does he get there? How does he go from mild mannered, you know, crib salesman, furniture salesman? I mean, that's part to... of I, I I don't know because like I kind of want to take exception, and say like maybe that story's already been told. I feel like the beat down, the savage beat down over nothing that just is changes the thing. Yeah, that, that's like, him. yeah, you got, okay, well, I gotta, I gotta, if I'm gonna be in this business, I gotta swallow a bag of cement and get hard. Yeah. Are we gonna see, like, his family's furniture business? Like, uh, what is it, Plantico, Plan, yeah. uh-huh. shit, I don't remember the jingle. Right, yeah. Uh, are we gonna see, like, the tension there, similar to Nacho and his dad? Uh, or is that just too, too much? I feel like it'd be, it'd be stuff kind of we already know, and yeah. also too much of an echo of Nacho. Mm-hmm. Too much, too many Nacho echoes. I'm with you. Uh, the Nacho Echo Fire, exclusively at Taco Bell. Get it with a Baja Blast and send the crisps. <laughs> now through August 7th, use checkout code BALDMOVE. It's a, yeah. 
uh, and see 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 what reactions you get. <laughs> it's not. A, I'm not promising a deal. I'm promising a reaction. Yes. Uh, and then finally, there's Price. Price is the the character who's isn't he in the wind at the moment? Isn't Mike like bodyguarding him? Oh right, because uh, he was the, afraid of Nacho, the, the guy at the Hummer, and yeah. the baseball card collection, and all that kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah, who who might still get Mike caught or something? Well, the stakes on that are so low that I had to struggle to remember who the dude, the, right, yeah, right, and everything about him. So, like, I guess, I guess, I, I guess. Know. See, also, like, what is this going to be this season's uh, squat cobbler? Yeah. Because we've had the Chicago Thunder. What Chicago was last Sunder? year's squat cobbler? Did we even have one? Maybe we did. Uh, I'm pretty sure we did. I don't remember what it was though. I remember when did Jimmy have his breakdown? Was that season two? Like the I thought that was last season. I know that's something the Villa Gang seems like they get a kick out of. Like, mm-hmm. I, and I I do too. Like anytime you hear Ocean's Eleven, like when they're saying, "Well, we need a Grease Monkey and an Ella Fitzgerald," and like I like the fact that there's very specific underworld slang for all these different scams. So. Yeah. Yeah, and also like how you like take one day of your uh, I don't know ninety day writing retreat and just like you know take a lunch hour and just brainstorm silly ass squat cobbler names. Yep, I need I need another slice of squat cobbler. I'm sure you'll get it. Yeah, uh, what else do we want to talk about? I think that's about it. We did have one piece of feedback that uh, asked some questions, um, other than when the hell are you guys coming back? Okay, for the preview. Are you doing a preview? Yes, this is it. You're listening to it. So you can stop asking now. <laughs> uh, it's Josh H. He wrote in and said he's excited that uh, excited enough for season four that he was listening to some of our old back catalog for one through three. Oh can, shit! I can, gotta have my like, opinions consistent. What the hell? Nah, I think he's just he's drawn some. Uh, he he caught some interesting stuff that you were talking about during season three. You said uh, you read someone describe Jimmy as someone who only likes the beginning of things. This mm. may have happened, but this was. Exactly the way Dr. Faye described Don during season four of Mad Men. I think it was a reference to that, yeah. probably. Uh, I thought the parallel was interesting. Both Don and Jimmy are anti-heroes with the gift of persuasion who change their names and personas. Perhaps in- incidentally, they also both have a brother who commits suicide. We know why Don oh, changed shit. his name or persona, but we don't yet fully know why Jimmy will change his name and persona, even though we basically know their origins. Any predictions? I mean, I feel like we kind of have talked about this but not really like not that point of what will be the thing i think it's going to involve kim we, I, and we 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 know it's absolutely not his suspension of license because we now know enough about yeah. jimmy that i don't think he can just hang out his sh- I, it's actually somewhat a question i think they have to address how he can with all of his commercial campaigns and mm-hmm. billboard campaigns and public disputes with like the biggest law firm and his brother committing suicide, like, like this is going to make him a big name in New Mexico and Albuquerque. How the hell do you just become Better Call Saul, star of late night drunk cable television without, yeah, you know, I mean, it, legal questions being asked without the public just mm-hmm. being like, well, what's this guy? This guy was like standing in front of a flag and a world war ii bomber and and gimme jimmy and now he's better call saul yeah it's interesting i i i guess you can you always have the license to rebrand yourself i guess that's true if you like uh maybe he's pitching to different clientele with saul goodman 
I mean, very much. Yeah. Maybe he's just waiting for that. And, he, and that, it, this customer base is like seventy plus, so he waits five years and he <laughs> they're just all they're gone. all dead. Yeah. All of his customers are dead, so he can just just roll out the, <laughs> the the new name. That's the thing. I mean, he is pitching to different crowd, and maybe the old guys are like, mm-hmm. "Who's who's this Saul Goodman guy? That's Gimme Jimmy. I right. know Jimmy. Right. He worked on my will. You know. Right. Yeah. Uh, we we don't really know like what the word on the street is about Jimmy. Yeah. In Breaking Bad. What is it about that, like, only liking the beginning of things? Because I feel like that there is something there with Don and and Jimmy, mm-hmm. that these guys are fundamentally broken as people, and they like the idea of a clean slate. And there's always in the back of their mind, is like, oh, if I could just get a chance to start over, I won't make any of those same mistakes. And yeah. then every time they do start over, the common element is themselves, themselves yeah. and they bring that baggage in and then like it becomes a fucking nightmare all over again yeah and it's because running from the problem doesn't address the problem right especially when you are the problem right uh so yeah they get caught up in the same cycles over and over because they never fix the root cause they f- try and treat the symptom yeah yeah exactly exactly so yeah like like declaring like emotional and personal bankruptcy only works if you you know <laughs> stop running into emotional and personal debt you know right. just like the money like yeah. if you if you if you're i mean I, and that's weird because like yeah in real bankruptcy your credit's trash so you can't mm-hmm. kind of commit the same mistakes over again but like emotional bankruptcy like there's nothing to stop you from going and taking advantage of a bunch of other people that's true and running it right back up like yeah. not not that's 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 not great behavior definitely you uh, need emotional credit ratings can you imagine how that would change the dating world like mm-hmm. if like on Tinder and all that, you swipe right and then you say, "Whoa, oh, your emotional FICO's at three forty-five." Uh-uh, no, uh-uh. <laughs> you know, <laughs> who keeps track of that? What agencies do you trust with it's your the same emotional shitty data? ones that we don't really trust? Transunion, yeah, and, okay, right, yeah. yeah, the one sudden, yeah, sure. So that when they get hacked, they can get really get everything about you, right? Exactly. Yeah. Like some Russian national is with my wife now because <laughs> he got my emotional FICO score and fucked me. I guess <laughs> like, you got my kids. And my what? What? Yep. Get out of here, Boris. Uh, okay. And then Josh H goes on. If I can tempt you both into making predictions during the Better Cast Saul series series preview released Ooh. way back in February 2015, based on the season one trailer alone. Oh no. Aaron said. I think Chuck is going to try to burn his house down. What? Get out. Does Aaron get any, any internet points for his pseudo prediction? Did the Villa gang telegraph this? <laughs> well, I hope I get all the internet points and they'll be as worth as much as all the others in existence. <laughs> right. Right. Like, you know. You can have eight points. Eight internet points for that. Like, internet points, like, so why we're on the subject of emotional bankruptcy. Like, you know how, like, you hear, like, the German Republic printed out so much money after World War One that, like, a loaf of bread was worth $70,000, which oh, is worthless. Christ. Like, internet yeah. points are like that, except there's nothing real world to ever reel them back. So. Right. They don't deflate. They only inflate. No. Then there's, there's made, like, inf- it's like the, I, I've been, uh. Cartoon Network has been, or no, Adult Swim has been doing, like, marathons, and I've been watching a couple Metalocalypse marathons. Oh, and boy, yeah. Metalocalypse took over, like, the state of Florida and just, print, you know, printed money to get out. It's it, And it goes about what you... But, yeah, that's what internet points, man. Yeah. There's unlimited inflation. They're not, they were not worth anything the day they issued, and a week later, there's going to be 10,000 more of them. That said, mark it on the wiki. Aaron has eight internet points. Yeah. I, for that prediction. I'm actually amazed. 
because I mean it was just based on how his house seemed like. Yeah, I guess it does With make sense. The lanterns and the fuel and yeah, the, yeah, none of the that's books code. stacked up everywhere. Yeah. yeah, he's got paper everywhere. Mm-hmm. He's using f- open naked flames to like cook and light and all that shit. He's he's I, absent-minded <laughs> professor kind of guy. Yeah, I feel like that's less you being clairvoyant, clairvoyant, and them just being good writers, right? right. Like Chekhov's, this is what makes sense for this character. Chekhov's Coleman Lantern. Yeah. It's right so, there. So Vince Gilligan gets one internet point for that. Yes. And Aaron gets eight. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I, I mean, if it's on the preview, series preview, yeah. pretty fucking impressive. <laughs> I might get 12 <laughs> internet points for that, honestly. Hey, hey, I'm handing out the points. <laughs> you just, you can claim them. I'm handing them out. I just know if I'm, as soon as I'm awarded eight, they'll be worth negative three <laughs> the next day. Yeah. Uh, uh, and that's about all I've got yeah. for the if, season four preview. Uh, I'm you, excited. Ready if, to go. If you'd like to send feedback, uh, bettercastsall at baldmove.com. There's also be a forum thread. Uh, probably not as much uh, feedback, but uh, just if you want to discuss it with your fellow fans there at forums.baldmove.com. And, yeah, I think we're we're ready we're ready for season four to begin. And I am excited ready, yeah. that, like, I, 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 I think season five is going to be the the finale season and mm-hmm. i'm excited because i'm i I'd, I'd always be bummed even though like i feel like last year would have been a good stopping place just like season four breaking bad would be a good stopping place like mm-hmm. it's it's always always better to have like that that they can actually hit do you think aaron only likes the endings of things i only like the endings of things because <laughs> i have no idea how to make them stop uh-huh. uh, because i keep coming up with other things to talk about for example oh god uh, Breaking Bad famously had like the choose your own ending. Do you mm. want the end where everything is ash in Walt's mouth and everything is just bitter defeat and he dies old and alone in some godforsaken cabin in Vermont or wherever fuck he's at New Hampshire? Mm. Do you like the ending where like you know he kind of came back and and took responsibility for things and let Skyler off the hook and and. Uh, or, or do you want the like the crowd pleasing, get skinny Pete and Badger back and rescue Jesse from the Nazi power, shoot him up, Walt Jr. Take and, it yeah. to the neo Nazis. Like, uh, do you think that we'll get that kind of thing with uh, Saul, or it will be more of a uh, no? We want to actually go for this kind of ending, and this is what we like. Uh, I. I don't. I don't know what they're going to go for. As far as what I want, I just want some kind of closure on Gene. 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 Saul. Jimmy. Agreed. That person. Agreed. Like if if the next two seasons just have some random scene from Gene's life that, that goes nowhere. Yeah. That'd be that'll a be big disappointing. Mm-hmm. Big, big disappointment for me. Yep. All right. Uh, we'll see you next Wednesday for well the premieres on Monday, but we'll be two days uh, after that uh, with probably a lot more feedback. Uh, obviously a full episode recap uh i don't know how to end this podcast until then i'm aaron i'm jim later